to Inner Bloom, a podcast about how to live a happier, healthier, more harmonious life as you learn how to work with the universe, reconnect with your intuition, and bloom from within. I'm Alexa, a writer, producer, and EFT practitioner with a passion for all things metaphysical. And with me is my friend and co-host, Ambie. I'm Ambie, a physical therapy assistant, mom of three, an intuitive medium who has been communicating with the spirit world since the age of five. Some might call it woo-woo, but from our perspective, anything is possible, and we intend to normalize the abnormal by sharing our own life experiences as well as intuitive insights, channeled material, wisdom from special guests, and any other resources we believe will help our souls expand and thrive. Hello, everybody. Thanks for listening. I am Ambrosia Matthews, and with me is Alexa Hauser. Hi, everyone. How are you? Oh, God, now I'm taking what you do. (laughs) 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 Ha-ha! Ha-ha! That was your evil plan all along. (laughs) (sighs) Well, it's Sunday as we're recording um, for our Monday episode. How has your weekend been, Ambie? Um, My weekend has been... Um, a whirlwind of emotion. Let's say that. Was mm. that appropriate? Yeah. New Mooney. Yeah. New Mooney. New Mooney. I think of like a butt every time. Something New Moon. Oh, like a moon? Yeah. Like, I know it's full moon, but like, I, I don't know why. Yeah. Okay. How was your weekend, <laughs> Alexa? Uh, it was, um... It was good. I mean, today we went, my fiance and I went and looked at a wedding venue. We've been driving for a while, but it's been it's been pretty um pretty good just just getting some of that stuff done, but something that really was shocking at the end of this day um on Sunday as we're recording this is like just a couple hours just a few hours ago it was reported that Kobe Bryant and his 13-year-old daughter um died in a helicopter crash and um you know this ju- we were we were supposed to record anyway we had that plan but uh Ambie and I were you know talking about it and talking about how um really shocking it is and you know we thought this would be a good opportunity to talk about a couple things one how when someone is lost and you as someone who has never even met them, right? You never talked never to them. Never even seen them in real life. No, you've never been in their presence. You've never none of that, but you literally feel like someone you love so dearly has passed or you've lost them. Um it shows you so much how we're so connected. Like, if we weren't as connected as we are as human beings, we wouldn't feel that loss. We would just be like, oh, you know, like, and, um, and then secondly, how, um, you know, we talk about death a lot on this podcast, but not in this way, right? We no. talk, we talk about like transition and the broader perspective of things and kind of like a, a positive spin on it. And right. I think it's in times like this that, at least for me, I realize 
wow, like just because you understand what's happening or I think I feel like I personally understand what's happening here on this planet with earth and life and souls and death and all mm-hmm. of that transition, it doesn't mean that loss is any easier and it doesn't mean that it doesn't hurt. Um, and so, yeah. I That's think- why I always say I'm sorry for your loss. When I, I did – so this weekend we um, – myself, Catherine, and Francis – went to it's called pause um and it's a rescue and um <clears throat> excuse me that was a manish thing that was productive anyway, yeah gross um we went to this shelter and what we did was to raise money for the shelter i did human readings Catherine Ann did um, pet readings and oh, cool. francis did reiki and it was all free we didn't take any money um, and we raised $1,800 for the shelter. Wow. Yeah, that's it was really cool. Yeah. That's, but congrats. That's great. I did literally, I'm not exaggerating, probably 30 medium readings in one day. Oh, my God. I One, I've never done that many readings before in my life. And two, well, like in one sitting. And two, I've never dealt with that many people that have lost loved ones that are really personal mm. to them, yeah. you know? Um, and so it just makes you really, um, really value like the life that we have right now, the experience that we're having in this life, because you never know when it's your time to go. Yeah, exactly. That's what I was thinking. That's what I was thinking when I heard it. I was like, what? Like, on one hand, I zoomed out immediately from the perspective that we talk about on this podcast and I go, okay, hold on a second. He had an amazing career, Kobe Bryant. Yeah. Had an incredible career. I mean, like, he went, like, he retired with, like, one of the, you know, having one of the best seasons ever. Like, I don't even know that much about sports, and I know that about him. Like, he Mm – so he he came here and he did stuff. Like, he influenced people. He inspired people. He also had his share of challenges and – issues and stuff that came up in his life but like on the whole he really inspired people and he really like it seems like he came out and lived it you know what I mean so I was like okay from what we've when we've talked to spirits it seemed from my experience or my perspective it seems like it's kind of like you know when it when it's their time it's kind of like they did what they were here to do Um, I think we have talked to spirits who like it was untimely, Mm -hmm. you know? Mm -hmm. I think though the part that gutted me was like, okay, one, it's just such a huge loss of like this positive, for the most part, figure that people really look up to. Um, And then his daughter, like how do you – justify that like how do you even knowing what we know like the first my first thought was like like I'm I was trying to feel into that myself I'm like is this some is this part of some go ahead that's how I felt about the Sandy Hook shootings how like that gutted me do you remember that of course yeah 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 yes yes that absolutely gutted me and I literally cried for like two days straight about that because I felt like I really questioned like God and like any higher existence because I'm like how does something like that happen yeah like how do 
a bunch of it makes it makes me tear up just now thinking about it. How do a bunch of little kids, my kids' age, mm-hmm. get shot for no reason? Yeah, you know, like they didn't do anything wrong. They weren't damn and crying. They weren't bad people. You know what I mean? But like, you you see these people and you don't know them, but this situation and I think the empathy that we have for humankind. It's what really gets you because you look at that and you think like that is it's not fair, you know what I mean? And it's not supposed to happen. Yeah, like a thirteen-year-old's not supposed to die, you know. Totally, and I think like actually, I keep thinking as you're sharing that about something that the Arc Nine shared recently. So, Ambie and I are writing a book. Can we share that? Yeah, sure. we did. We're writing a it book. Um, <clears throat> yeah, Lori says, Alexa, I wonder too how a 13-year-old could ha- possibly have finished her life mission. So sad. Yes. Yeah. So we've been writing a book. Ambie has been channeling and I've been transcribing through with the Arc 9. And something we were do we were channeling the other day and I was transcribing. And something that they were talking about was because we were talking about health. That's part of the book, health. And um, we were talking, Arc9 was explaining sicknesses and illnesses and ailments and stuff and like when you get them, why you get them, and really what the underlying messages are and how you need to receive the message for them to go away and stuff like that. And I'm like, okay. And I'm asking questions. I'm like, well, how about people who come here and have – terminal illnesses and they don't that's like their whole life like they're sick like yeah. their whole life and then they like die in a hospital like a child or like you know something like that and is that part of is that an illness that can go away can they fix that with something you know an emotional thing because it doesn't seem like it yeah and arc 9 said something to the effect of in certain cases it's not about the outside world will look in and go, oh, this poor thing, this poor soul, this poor child, right, who's experienced this poor thing. And he said, actually, their intention was to come and affect everyone around them with this experience. In a, it's, it's, and then they went into how we're all affecting everyone all the time. And some souls choose to come in in that way and affect everyone around them and help them learn compassion and help them learn patience and help them learn to value the precious moments and know that they're rare and limited, right? Mm. And so it's so hard to think about it in this way when it's this fresh and it's this shocking, but that keeps coming to mind of like, that was I felt gutted when I first heard it, and I still feel do. I still feel a like sick to my stomach about this news. But then I feel a little like um, one thought I keep having is like, but you know what they're doing to me right now is making me appreciate everyone so much. Yeah. Like, yeah. and realize like seriously, and this isn't to scare anyone, but seriously – you could be gone tomorrow. I could be gone tomorrow. My parents could be gone tomorrow. My partner, all, all these people could be, my dog, you know. And 
you're not exempt. We, I think we just really get into these grooves of taking people for granted and we only realize how much they impacted us and how important they were to us and the world once they're gone. And so I got the intuitive feeling personally that part of this is a big shake and reminder of like, love everyone. Don't waste your time. Mm-hmm. Don't waste your Don't time waste fighting time. or hating or or holding a grudge. Love everyone so much while you can, you know? Because there's, n- there's no point. <clears throat> and, you know, so... Um, Let's just take a deep breath. I was also going to say tap too. So, yeah. So I'm tapping too. One of the things that um, my husband went to Afghanistan and he was in infantry. He was was like in his 20s. He was very young when this happened. Um, But he watched a lot of people die around him and so because of that like he has a house rule which I like it's you never even no matter how mad you are at the person you always say I love you before you leave the house or before you get off the phone because Mm -hmm. that could be the last time you say something to them yeah and so we literally have always done it and we've always done it with the kids even if we're mad at them or they're mad at us we'll it'll it'll be like I love you like it'll be an angry (laughs) I love you but it's still like an I love you yeah because you don't know when the the last time you see that person is yeah um and I think about like my personal story with my brother like my brother and I when he died we weren't talking And that is one of the things that I do regret is that I literally told him, we have nothing in common. There's no point for us to have a relationship. And he died a month later. Mm -hmm. So it is, it is for me, it's one of those things of there's no point to hold grudges, learn from do as I say, not as I do. Um, Cause that, that is something that I had to learn the hard way. Yeah. And it's a lesson I won't forget. Exactly. Um, I'm just looking over at the comments here. Yeah. Lori said, oh, my God, you're writing a book. Cannot wait. Christina, couldn't it be that they went through that to remind us that there are so many things that are wrong with our system and to bring it it back to love and togetherness? Lori said, I have to believe that those very special souls choose to come into this life with illness in order to not only learn something for for us, to Mm -hmm. learn something from them. MLK said, let no man pull you low enough to hate him. Great words. Mm, Yeah. I love that. Yeah. I mean, I feel like, I feel like especially now, you know, like it's just, it's such a, it's such an important, especially when you know what's going on on this planet with consciousness Mm -hmm. and where we're headed, like these moments really make you feel so connected to everyone. It really, you, when you see everyone with these out, this outpouring of love of like, no, what? Like I'm hurt over this. Like this, yeah. it, it, it feels like a friend that you all just lost, you know? Mm-hmm. And I think I, it's, it's interesting. Cause I was noticing my own reaction to this and how I used to get annoyed about like when celebrities would pass away and everyone would like jump on the that was my perspective I'm like everybody's jumping on the train and like now I have to say something but I don't even really know what to say you know and 
And I was sitting here and I was like, God, I just feel like I, I just, I feel that way. I feel like gut wrenched. Like I just, I feel like I lost somebody and I don't know why. And it's really confusing. And, um, and I was like, and I want to say it, but I feel like, you know, I was going through all this in my head and I was like, just say it, just say what you feel. Why are you worried about? And I just posted something about it and just saying like, I'm confused and like, I'm sad and this hurts and I don't even know why. I just know, like, I feel connected to everybody, you know? And I think, I'm just acknowledging for myself like how much I've changed with regards to like empathy and being open to even feeling these feelings because mm. if this were even a couple years ago, I would have been like I, – I would have distanced myself from it even though I was like not feeling good about it. It was like feeling dark to me, you know? Um, and so I think that these moments, even though they feel so sad and it's such a collective loss, it's also a moment for us all to like actually come together and – um, connect deeper and appreciate being alive on this planet, just like our own lives, you know? Um, mm-hmm. Because one thing I think about too is like a lot of the times we feel so terrible. We're like, oh my God, this person died. Like, and we think of them suffering, right? Like we think of, especially a plane yeah. crash or something like that. We're like, oh God, like what? The reality is it was like probably- how scary it must be to yes. know that you're going to die. That's what I think. Yes, Totally. But the reality is, and you've taught me this from everything, all of your communications with loved ones and spirit and stuff, it's like they always say, I didn't suffer. It was quick. It was scary for a second. But But I'm okay now. But I'm okay. It's whatever. And, um, And really where the real pain is, is in the loved ones left behind. That's what we're feeling. I mean, we're feeling the loss of 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 a spirit, but of spirits. But I think we're also feeling like, oh my God, like his How wife. How sad it must be like, for his that mother. Yeah. yeah, I always, I always think about that too. Mm-hmm. Um, or how I would feel if I was this person that just lost this, you know, a loved one. Yeah. Um, and I think for a while that's why I didn't like doing mediumship readings, especially like there's a couple videos on Facebook of me talking to kids that have passed away. And I I actually had to, I had to turn off the video because it got, it got too intense for me. Yeah. I remember that. I remember, I remember when you actually, one of the first times you channeled arc nine, you like, it's interesting. Yeah. I was thinking about that the other day about you, how you've, you've, I don't know if you've been able to, put up some sort of like you've I don't know some sort of a filter with in terms of like feeling as much of their feelings yeah I don't feel I didn't think about that but yeah I don't feel as much um of like what's happening around me essentially well I just yeah I think I feel like you're now more able to separate like from Mm -hmm. who you're from who you're reading or from um I remember one of the first times you channeled Arc 9. We didn't record this, but I remember the like literally the first question I asked Arc 9 was um what can we do to save the planet or help the planet? And the answer was like it's not yours to save or something like that. But then all of a sudden you felt like the pain of Gaia mm. and I remember it was like it literally looked like you'd lost a child. Like you're you were feeling that pain so intensely you were like crying. So I'm just saying it's interesting because I feel like you've come so 
I don't know, you've done something or you've trained yourself to like, anyway, it's not the point of this. The point of this. That is, is not the point of this. It's not the point of this. Um, How awesome Ambi is, is not yeah. the point. <laughs> no, just the point is um, that it's, a, you know what, it's also, I think it's also an opportunity and I'm just getting this now. Times like this are also an opportunity to feel your feelings mm-hmm. because maybe you're sad about this and you probably are, like you probably are empathetically feeling sadness. However, maybe you're also sad about other things. And this event and events like this, which are tragic, help you f- give yourself permission mm-hmm. to be sad and feel. Even if maybe you're not fully aware that that's what's happening. I feel like sometimes that can happen too. And it's a way to release because you have a reason, right? Mm-hmm. Whereas like when I do tapping with people, it's like we're going back into like childhood stuff, subconscious stuff, stuff that's been buried. And it almost feels like there's no reason to bring this up, but it's yeah. stuck in there, you yeah. know? So sometimes I feel like events like this can actually give you permission to cry and feel and let those emotions out that might be from other things too. That's beautiful. That's a really, that's a beautiful idea and really beautifully said. Thank you. Um, Lori (laughs) says, this reminds me of when Princess Diana died. I felt gut-wrenched and confused as to why she died young, died when she still had so much good she could do and when her life appeared to be in a very happy place. So I get you, Alexa. Christopher Young says, this is fascinating. Princeton Clark is watching. Hi. Yeah, I remember actually when Princess Diana died, my parents, I was so young, and my parents came home and were like, something terrible happened. And I was like, what? And they were like, do you know Princess Diana? And and, and I remember they felt like it. I thought it was someone they knew because they Mm -hmm. were that gut-wrenched about it. Princeton says, we never die, we only transition. As we all evolve in this understanding, we can move into a place of compassionate detachment. This doesn't mean we don't feel them. Most pain comes from detachments, unhealed trauma, karma, and many other things. Allowing ourselves to feel through it without feeling attached to it. Yeah, absolutely. Were you going to say something, Ambie? Um, I think a lot of people like... Um, the generation before us feel the same way about JFK. Yeah. Like my mom talks about JFK as though she knew him. Yes. Truly. Yeah. So it's really. Because well, well, there are certain people that are also so charismatic. Yeah. And their energy is just so like contagious or not contagious. Mm-hmm. Like you feel like you do know them in a way. Yeah. You know, you're connected to them in some way. I mean, I was talking to my fiance about it on the way home and I was like, has there ever been an athlete of this caliber that has transitioned in this way? Yeah, I'm trying to like, figure that out too. Actually. I don't think so. He was like, yeah, yeah, there was the the uh, two years ago, the all-star pitcher. And I'm like, what's his name? He's like, this guy. I'm like, never heard of him. And the reason why is because I'm not a baseball fan and I'm not a sports fan, but I know who Kobe Bryant is very well. And yeah. so do many people who do not follow sports. Yeah. So that's a different level of like celebrity or athlete or whatever. But I'm just saying, I don't think there's ever been an athlete of this caliber that has, you know, and like you might not like pop music, but you know who Michael Jackson is. Yeah. Exactly. You know? Oh my God. I know where I was when Michael Jackson 
I was working in entertainment news when Michael Jackson died. Like this was my business when he, and it, I remember I was like the first one in the office to find out and everyone thought it was lying because I had just read it somewhere and people were like, no, no, that's not true. And, um, but I said to him, I was like, this feels like the Michael Jackson of like sports. It's like, what? That's what I feel like too. Yeah. But I also feel like. Like, I felt this same – well, I, I don't feel it as much as you do. Like, I think it's sad, but I – that feeling that you're expressing, like, that's how I felt when Robin Williams died. Like, what? Mm. Like, he, yeah. he was never supposed to die. What are you talking about? Yeah. You know? Um, yeah. Or um, – Or – yeah, Robin Williams is a good one because I grew up with him. You yeah. know what I mean? Since I was a little kid, I watched him on TV. And to find out that not only was he dead, but he he was a different person than what I was seeing on TV, like that really kicked me in the stomach. Yeah. Like I did, I obviously I don't know him. Yeah. But something so different, it was really, it really got me. Well, I think there's also like to your point, there's also like different angles of this because I was thinking about this too I was like okay well usually when a celebrity dies honestly it's like from some sort of drug thing like it's like right. typically from that not from their accidents and of accidents. course but I feel like most often it's from some sort of like something that they were doing to themselves like self-inflicted yeah. yes and um <clears throat> and so there's always this like automatic like oh my God, like, wait, what was going on? And trying to like figure out. And this is such a different feeling. It's just like, like, it feels like, like that. It just feels like, it it feels, it feels like, I think it, I think it makes me feel like, wow, like I'm always telling myself, this is not to say that airplanes or anything like that is not safe. Like, I'm just saying, for example, I'm always telling myself like, oh, like, I'm good. Like, I'm good on it. You know, everything's great. Everything's good. And I think to see someone that feels almost like a god, you know, and not a god, but you know what I mean? Like, he feels untouchable. He's so strong. He's such an amazing athlete. Like, he's done things with his physical body that so many people cannot do, right? So Mm -hmm. he feels untouchable almost. And then just gone, like, it just feels like, wow, okay. Like, it doesn't make me feel scared, but it shakes me. Because no one's untouchable. Because yes. No, like it's that realization of like, no one's going to make it out of this alive. You know, yes. like everyone's like, going to go at some point. Everyone's going to go at some point. You are going to transition into a different location at some point. So it is, it is interesting. You can spend, it's Interesting because you can really allow it to disempower you and really freak you out and think like, oh, my God, I'm going to stay in my room and never come out or um, and be paranoid. Or you can really say, well, then I'm going to live life to the fullest, you know? Exactly. And you know what? And I was thinking about that, too. I'm like, well, what were they doing? They were going they were doing something they loved. They were like going to a basketball game. That's what they that's why they were on the helicopter. Right. So they were, they were doing. Do they fly helicopters often? Like were they in helicopters a lot or was this, you have no idea? Okay. I didn't know if that was in the news article. I don't know. I was, yeah, I was trying to get more information, but I mean, it's just like, yeah, they were just doing their thing. They were living their life and they were doing what they love to do, going to a basketball game. And so, you know, it's like, 
live your life. Like I, I, that's why I say, don't, I don't say any of what I'm saying to scare anyone or intimidate anyone, or like you said, freak anyone out. I say it because it's a reminder. It's not, it's, and I feel like a lot of people will take this as like, uh Oh, shouldn't take risks, shouldn't do risky things or shouldn't, you know, you know, take weird flights or whatever. I mean, don't take weird flights. I mean, but they weren't doing anything risky. It's not uh, like some were... people. Some people would call helico- hel- like a helicopter risky. <laughs> I don't know. I don't. But the point is, use this to and take this and let empower it inspire you. you and empower you. Yeah, absolutely. And to 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 use every moment and to not waste your time. Like if there's something that you've really been wanting to do, do it. Take that art class. Yeah. Go do it. Don't waste any more time. If you're unhappy, if you want to be at home watching Netflix, more power to you. But if you're watching Netflix at home and you're unhappy because you really want to do something and you're not doing it, do it. Because you don't know how long you have. And if you did know that you only had one day left, your ass would be off that couch immediately. 100%. And you know that. So uh, Princeton said he used his helicopter frequently. Oh, it was his, was it his helicopter? Yeah. Um, Princeton said, thank you guys for discussing this. So many souls are transitioning out, but a lot of new souls are also transitioning in. These impactful souls are transitioning out after making a huge impact. Once their message is left, they are done or they are bringing more attention to life itself. These transitions jolt people to come back to the present moment and to see the fragility of this 3D experience. You cannot help but to be brought to this place of presence. Presence. Preston, yeah. did I see on Facebook that you're having a baby? Princeton. Princeton, I'm sorry. What did I I think, yeah, Princeton is having a baby. Congratulations, by Congratulations. The way. New life coming in. Absolutely. It is exciting. <sighs> well, I actually that was feel unexpected. What was? We both sighed at the same yeah. time. I actually think that was pretty therapeutic for me, personally. Mm-hmm. Good. Good. Um, Christina said, basically, don't leave life with regrets of what you could have done. Exactly. Yeah. You, you'll ne- yeah. you don't know when your time is, so just do what you want to do. And just then when you – Just do Sorry. it. And then when your time does come, n- yeah, there will be no regrets. Um, so thank you for being a part of this. Just, Princeton says, yes, babies do in August. Yay. Congratulations. Um. So let's say thank you to our Patreons for supporting the show. Um, Adonica Haskell, Alex Anderson, Alex Leteria, MillionLittleChanges.com, Charm City Foster Mama on Instagram, Cheyenne Carroll, Courtney Faye, Dana McFadden, Dana Phillips, Eval Tattoo, Grace, Heather Mao, Jamie Parenton, Jamie Edwards, Jamie McMahon, Lori Johnston, Mandy Ford, Maribel Muncie, Mimi Netter, Nicolette Pierce, Peter School of Irish Dance, Priscilla Marquez, Renee Hart, Sammy Jean, Shannon McCoy, Sean Doe. Sheena Bowen, Tammy Lip, Taylor Fisher, Tiffany Polito, Whitney and the Ghost, Your Radical Heart, QHHT, and Nike. Thank you so much for supporting us uh, so we can have conversations like these and um, be a, you know build this community that we have here. It's, it's really, honestly, it, it actually like really um, warms my heart that we can have these conversations and we can all kind of like process things like this together because it feels better than just like keeping it in you know mm. um ambie anything you want to share i would like to share that we have a beautiful retreat and coaching program coming up we Woo-hoo. only have a few spots left 
which they are running out. We have to follow yeah. up with some people too. Um, yeah. So if you are interested, please apply on our website, innerbloompodcast.com. The link is also in the show notes, so apply there too. Cool beans. And then any anything you want to add? No, just that we're really, really, really looking forward to Sedona. Like the magic is real, guys. It's going to be – I just – yeah, it's going to be incredible. I told my parents I, – I, my parents didn't even know that this was happening. And they were like, wait, what retreat are you working on? I was like, oh, Sedona. They're like, oh, my God. My parents are, like, <laughs> freaking out. They're like, you are going to love Sedona. It is so magical and spiritual. Like, they said that. I was like, okay. okay. Actually, also, they really – they were like, you guys really need to go to the Grand Canyon while you're there. It's two hours away really? from where you are. Two hours away. You said – what did you say to me? What did you say when I said we should go to the Grand Canyon? What? Do you remember? No. Yeah. No, you have to tell everybody what you said. I don't remember. You said that's too far for us I to go. I didn't know how far it was. Oh, Princeton says he's in Arizona. He wants to connect. You'll, he'll drive up. Yeah. Yeah, let's awesome. talk, Princeton. Message us. Let's talk for sure. We'll be there at the end of the month. And if you're in Arizona and you want to come see us, we're going to be flying out a day early. So hit us up on Facebook or Instagram. Yeah. Uh, also, Christina just said, Ambi, what's different about you tonight? What is different about me? What I is different know. about I'm, her, Christina? I'm, is it a vibe thing? Is it a vibe thing? Is it my hair? I think it's. I think she's. It. Think, I think she means it's a vibe thing. It's a vibe thing. She's got a like a, a more grounded I have, vibe. I you say. know what though? I did do so. I did cupping on my face yesterday, last night, and you do it like this. You like go up. Because it yeah. tightens your skin and it oh, um, nice. helps the fascia. And I left one on too long. And do you see? The oh, I didn't even notice that. Yeah, 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 yeah. I was gonna say, why don't you have welts all over your face? Because you keep it moving. You don't. You don't hold it. Keep it moving, still. sister. When you have welts, you you hold it still. So oh, anyway, okay. but my cheeks are rosy because of that. So maybe yeah. That's what oh yeah, they look good. Naturally rosy. Naturally blush. No big deal. <laughs> Oh, man. Well, I don't know if that's what you meant, Christina, but... uh, But thank you, Christina. (laughs) All right, everyone. Uh, We love you so much. And go out and live your life. Have a happy Sunday slash Monday. Until next time, keep on blooming. Oh, oh my God, Ambie, you're going to love this. She said, that's that's it. She looks slimmer. Oh, shit, Christina. (laughs) Thank you. And and on that note, until next time, keep on blooming. We love you all. Bye, Bye, guys. If you've enjoyed this podcast, we would love, love, love it if you would give us a rating and review on Apple iTunes or wherever you get your podcast. If you'd like to get in touch for a reading with Ambi, an EFT session with Alexa, or just to say what up, we would love to hear from each and every one of you. And you can email us at innerbloompodcast at gmail.com or follow us on Instagram and Facebook at innerbloompodcast. Until next time, remember, open your heart to the seeds of love and light and bloom from within.